Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Cosmic Show. I am your host, the Cosmic Rodder, here with Mars Bars. We are all set up this week, and we are pretty much on time. Teabagging, therapist still is giving me shit about it, but hey, you know, we got two Mexicans running a podcast. I don't know what people really expect out of us. Mm-mm. Nope. How's it going out there, Mars Bars? I see you got somewhat of a studio set up now. We're working on it. Um... I need to fix the lighting. It's too dark in here, but it's not very echoey, which is good. I think you'd only need like one or two panels on either side of you. Otherwise, oh, nice. it's not too. It's not. Yeah, crazy. there's a lot of stuff in here, so that helps. <laughs> Anywho, how's uh how's life been adjusting out there in the Hatch Valley? Uh, it's pretty good. Chill. It's like. Uh, it's pretty chill. Chill. Have you seen any different wildlife yet? No. Except I went to the zoo and they have this like 200 year old. Uh, what is it? Tortoise is uh, dry, right? I always forget. Turtles yeah. are wet. So they have this like giant turtle at the zoo. That was kind of cool. It's not 200 years old. That can't it's be It's old. Right. It's old. 80 like, years. 80 years is believable. I'm going to look it up. Imagine the things that turtle has seen Dude. over its years. Fascinating. Tortoise. Tortoise. Didn't you have a, a mouse problem? Oh, I'm still waiting for advice from people. They want to. Oh, yeah. That is a good point, Mars Bars. There's a call in line. You could call in. Tonight, the lines are live. 1-505-337-0631. I give Mars Bar some um, mice advice, and we'll give you life advice in return. Or you yep. can just comment about, you know, the current things. Whatever you guys want. We are not censorious here. If you have something crazy, just save it for Rumble. And for you folks out there that don't know, uh, the first 15 minutes of the show are hosted on YouTube. Then we cut the stream and we keep it all live on Rumble for everybody's viewing pleasure. I want to know your guys' uh, favorite stories in the chats tonight. There's something that we didn't cover, but our main stories are going to be. Um, I'm kind of always interested in geology and some crazy shit. It looks like the rapture is happening in Iceland. It's an interesting <laughs> spot for it. It's like Mordor. They're expecting um, thousands of earthquakes in the coming days. And there's a giant what? crack in the middle of the country with gas radiating out of it. So that's that's pretty cool. Um, that's I'm going to talk about the baby indie case, which is going to be the saddest part of the show and probably at the end. And the shortest, we are, we honestly won't talk about it that long because it is nuts parental rights are definitely up in the air after this decision luckily it happened in england and not here but you know everybody knows england's about five to ten years ahead of the curve before it hits home in america we're already seeing euthanasia for drug addicts being approved in europe and canada so i think it's very i don't know it's a very interesting time in terms of euthanasia and uh, eugenics funny you got the same um prefix in there that eu right whoops european union oh shit <laughs> what's it called with letters and not numbers i know numbers is gematria but what's it called with letters coding oh, uh, 
Is it? You know I, mean? I don't know. I, I thought that was Gematria. That's numbers? Yeah, it's numbers. Oh, okay. I think. I don't know. Ling- linguistics? <laughs> Do I look like a... Never mind, I won't say it yet. I won't say what else I have to say. I think the most hilarious story of the night is uh, Will Smith, of course. But man, did that shit take over Twitter for a full day and a half. We already got the story being dropped on this one podcast. We have reaction from Jada today. There's a TMZ clip. And she went on The Breakfast Club already. It makes you think, like, has this been planted again by Jada? Is this another kind of Black Widow thing? It is fucking... She's the devil. What do you think about Jada Pinkett Smith? I don't get what the point of all of this is, really. What's the point? It's a shame ritual season. It's funny you said that because I've seen so many embarrassing videos of a certain ethnic persuasion over the last week on Twitter. And I'm like, it's all coming out now. Marlon Wayans is talking about his uh, daughter becoming trans and everything, dude. All these old clips are surfacing. I'm like, man, ritual season. November. Is Jada a man? I think Tupac is gay. Probably was gay. No, no she Tupac's has a, a lady. And she has an affinity for gay men. She can control gay men. That's true. There was somebody that said in Hollywood or in the in the black community that there's like three ways to get in the door. There's the pedophile door, there's a okay. sacrifice door, and then there's the like self humiliation door for like the good people that don't want to sacrifice their family because if you are the sacrifice type you'll you'll do any of the other two right if you're the pedo one you're just into that and they'll have that over you but if you do the self-humiliation thing like you're kind of like trying to save people close to you but it just comes out way worse in the end Hmm. i thought that was an interesting concept that's why jack murphy did what he did he cucked himself. Jack Murphy was a Claremont Institute plant. And so is Pedro Gonzalez and even Ben Shapiro, which we actually will talk about shortly. Perfect hmm. uh, perfect segue almost, Mars. You're pretty good at this. You're getting pretty good at this. I try. He's like, I did touche. Here you go. Right. <laughs> Put it up on the, on the plate for you. Touche. <laughs> Whatever. Something French. Okay, you know, <laughs> I got a tail of two rollerblades for you, Mars bars. I think this is oh, gonna be really no. funny. Have you know? Do you know that the Taliban has discovered machine guns and rollerblades together? I don't know <laughs> if they skipped a, if they skipped a step in evolution or if they regressed. But I want your opinion. yeah. I think they're a little late to the party. <laughs> One more time. I mean, I'm, I'm into it. Like, you can do a little dance and like some figure eights and do this? like shooting the gun and spinning on one skate. You ever do that move? That's a fun one. <laughs> Where you go backwards. I like that one. <laughs> Anyway, that's one um, that's one way to use rollerblades still. And here's what's happening in in America, right? 
here's what we're still doing with rollerblades. Oh no. And th- this is even more embarrassing, but we won't talk too much shit because it is an American institution that we will see right here. Meanwhile, we got kids in America doing this on rollerblades. <laughs> Just saying a tale, tale of two blades. That's funny. That's funny. Okay, I have a I have a request for you, Mars. And I hate okay. to be that guy because I kind of can hear myself. Can you like turn it down on your end a notch or two? Or do you have headphones? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so I left the headphones at home, but I Bastard. can turn it down. Just like a, yeah. Can you still hear me? Yeah, I can. You put on that disco music, so I, I turned it up a little because I, I liked it. Um, oh, did, did some clothes come off or anything? <laughs> I'm just curious. Okay. Just, Is it still echoey? I'm just curious, okay. I know you're curious. That's why I have to watch no. myself around you. I'm I'm a voyeur. Yeah. Like, if there's shit going on. I want to I want to see it. You know. Dirty bitch. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway, we, we won't talk about that too much. That's some other shit. Okay, we're not trying to do a therapy session right now. Um, <laughs> how <laughs> how are you feeling about the new Forever War? Yeah. Are you into it? It's like the I'm not old new old Forever War. You you don't want Zion yeah, to be of, a thing? I think I'm kind of burnt out on it a little bit. I was looking like, how at how long are they gonna milk they, that shit? Forever. It's forever. You know, I saw something very, very interesting on Twitter the other day. And that of all the historical accounts from World War II by the world leaders in the following 10 years, none okay. of them mentioned the Holocaust or Jewish people. What? Just potentially a theory. Just what? I'm talking about Eisenhower. I'm talking about Churchill. I'm talking about yeah. like other allies. And yeah, they didn't seem to talk about interesting. it. That's pretty I interesting. So. And then we got... Van Jones. Do you remember Van Jones? The confused mm. liberal moderate who like sometimes says some stuff to get the right back on his side for a second, but I think I've seen a couple of videos of him. He's kind of like Obama light, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. This guy. Oh, you're like instantly. Yeah, I know this guy. <laughs> but check out what's going on in our nation's capital with these congressmen and protesters right now. There's like 20 or 30,000 uh, Zionist protesters in DC. But I'll be honest in closing. When I think about what's happening over there, I don't feel powerful to do something about what's happening over there. What I do feel powerful is to maybe do something about what's happening here. Let's take a stand here against anti-Jewish bigotry. So these are not Nazis, right? These what are, are the victims. 
blood and soil. What does that mean? I'm very confused. I don't know. <laughs> I think they're trying to spill blood upon the Holy Land, dog. Huh. These, I wonder how many feds are in these crowds. If January 6th was crazy, this must be like off the charts. Everybody must be called in from vacation on this one. They're like, we got Thanksgiving coming up, guys. We got Christmas. <laughs> this will be a lot of time off. You want to make some up some hours? We got something for you. Right. That's what I think happened here. They're just getting all the feds <laughs> gathered for a Fed convention. Well, are we gonna talk about how those those Taliban's were were probably feds or no? What Taliban's? The rollerblading ones. <laughs> no, dude. <laughs> they just discovered rollerblades at the same time as Toyota Tacomas. What are you They're talking wearing about? the They're wearing the Fed costume though. Where their faces are covered like this. Oh yeah, the men aren't supposed to have their faces covered, are they? Why are their faces covered? The men or the women have their faces covered. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Thanks, and make you go. Hmm. Hmm. All right. What about this dude? What about these guys? We got Chuck Schumer, Mike Johnson, Hakeem Jeffries, and Joni Ernst all together. Yelling, we stand with Israel. <laughs> what a clown world. We stand <laughs> with Israel. We stand with Israel. We stand this with This is so Israel. 1993. We stand so with weird. Israel. We stand with Israel. <laughs> I think the simulation is kind of stuck right now. I think we're just skipping the thing like right. And it keeps trying to get past to the next track, but it will (laughs) quite start. (laughs) (laughs) What is this? We get infiltrated. I don't like this. <laughs> Dual citizenship. What a joke. Hmm. Do you think America was founded like that? And it's an inception. Is it hard to apply for a dual citizenship? Like what so kind Israel, of paperwork do you need? You know that you can't do it if you're a messianic Jew from America. What, I don't get what that means. What does that mean? It means that you basically don't believe Jesus is the Messiah per se, but he is still to come, but you're Jewish. Hmm. Okay. Isn't that all Jews? Not really. Okay. I think the the real ones think you got to do something to bring about the thing. (laughs) Because I mean, I keep seeing all these rituals. So I'm like, what's the difference? And I'm just, that's okay. So, Sorry to go like go over stuff again, but can you like in 30 seconds just explain what they're doing with the red heifers? Are you allowed to do that? Yeah. Um, so they've been trying to breed these red heifers for a long time, for decades. And this one 
pasture out in Texas has been genetically modifying. I don't know about modifying, but definitely selectively breeding these cattle to okay. have perfect red hairs all the way throughout their body. And they've been exported to Israel. They cost millions of dollars and they're on the Mount of right. Olives right now. And they're already doing blood rituals on the Al-Aqsa mosque with goats, which is their protocol before they do the red heifers. And they do that to get ready because they think the red heifers are about to be. And how many do they need? They need five more to fulfill the prophecy. So it's like they're expediting it. Okay. It's like, it's like since they got these five, they're like, oh, shit. Like, now's the time. Like, and now. Then it could, and it's supposed to bring out the building of the temple again. Is that correct? I think they're, yeah, they're going to demolish the mosque and build about their temple. Okay. Their temple of Solomon. Okay. And that should I happen just, next Passover. If those red hair, if those red heifers remain perfect, it'll happen this next Passover. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. And I think with that, that's a perfect time to end the YouTube stream. You got to go to rumble.com, rumble.com slash user slash Kazakh Rotter and find Kazakh Radio. And we will see you there. Peace. There's this. Um... And with. Oh, sorry. Go for it. Go ahead. Oh, there, there's a. Uh... And with that, we'll. <laughs> There's a Chihuahua animal rescue across the street. And every time someone walks by, they all start barking. Fucking Chihuahuas, right? Anyway, sorry. (laughs) What a terrible breed of dog. (laughs) I mean, they're mostly useless. Yeah, you might as well get a loud cat. (laughs) Like a very loud cat. (laughs) Oh, dude. And yesterday at Costco... I saw a lady walking a cat out of there. Nice. Yeah. And it did, the, the cat hated That's it. That's a busy spot. Yeah. <laughs> of course they hate it. Yeah. Cats don't like to be walked. It hated Seven every minute acted like of it. she died. When I put a, a harness on her, she fell down and pretended like she couldn't get Yeah, up. the cat was terrified. <laughs> It was, it was hilarious. Okay. Oh, man, that is so funny. Sorry, I'm not segueing. All right, let's right get now. back to you. <laughs> it's all right. Let's get back to some juice stuff. <laughs> ben Shapiro and Candace Owens have been really going at it today. I don't know if people are really aware of this, but Candace Owens quoted a Bible scripture about non-intervention in war. And uh, Ben Shapiro was like, He's like, if a Bible verse is becoming is coming between you and a paycheck at the Daily Wire, then I don't know if this is the place for you. <laughs> so that is causing like a shit battle because she is still part of Daily Wire. Okay. And she is splitting with everybody <laughs> on Israel at the Daily Wire. And we got her uh Tucker Carlson today. This is a clip uh brought to us by the Blaze. And let's just uh let's check it out really quick. Um, the internet was dominated yesterday by video of Ben Shapiro, who you work with at the Daily Wire. Um, att- I think it's fair to say attacking you. Here's the video. I just want to get your reaction to it. 
Okay. Yes. Uh, the, the question was about cannabis and I think her behavior during this has been disgraceful. What a dork. <laughs> I think that I think that her post sophistication on these particular issues has been ridiculous. It's not post sophistication, it's ridiculous. Everybody can see the moves that she's making and the things that she's saying, and I find them distractible. <laughs> Maybe there's a point in the video where he explains what exactly you did wrong, how you were wrong. I, I haven't seen it. Um, but to call somebody, quote, absolutely disgraceful. She's wearing a carpet as a jacket. Yeah. She looks fat. I find that an interesting fashion. She's pregnant, bro. Oh. She's pregnant. She still looks fat. Again. <laughs> and i really don't know the background here what is that about you know there isn't much of a background i saw the video when everybody else saw it when i woke up um no one he no one warned you about it nobody warned me about it i i it looks like maybe he didn't know he was being recorded it looks yes. like it was some sort of a private event i got no clarity on the issue that he was particularly speaking on and in what was said i also i can't respond to it beyond what he's saying because it's just ad hominem attacks. I don't know. Yeah, because it's not, you know, we disagree or yeah. I, you know, I, I don't think she's correct or maybe she doesn't know what she's talking about. It's absolutely disgraceful. Yeah, exactly. And so I can't respond to it on a level of intellect because there, there's nothing that he has expressed in that, at least in that short clip that he fundamentally disagrees with in terms of what I said. But I will say that I'm not going to respond with the same ad hominem attacks. Yes. I don't think it helps further discussion. And it, if I, that was me that was caught on a video saying that about colleagues that I work with, I would be embarrassed. I would. So I think that the video speaks more to Ben's character than it speaks to mine. Has he texted you to apologize or explain or anything? No, nothing. I haven't heard a single word. It just was sort of something that he mm -hmm. said. And you know what? Ben and I have many disagreements. So I don't think that that's particularly something that's interesting. Um, we disagreed on the COVID vaccine. We disagree yes. on Ukraine and Russia. He has taken virtually every stance that has been the opposite of mine. That's true. On Ben Shapiro has sucked on every instance and it just goes to show you that there's like YouTube influencers out there that people think are based who are hundred percent neocons or they exist. Mm -hmm. I think for the sole reason to drive people in the independent communities to a party and into the election yeah. cycle. I think that's what the Claremont Institute is about. Ben Shapiro's ties to Claremont Institute, the Cato Institute, Jack Murphy, Jack Posobiec, Pedro Gonzalez, I can't think of any others right now, but I wouldn't be surprised. Dom Lucre? What, you don't think so? He has ties to... I don't know Claremont, if he has ties, man, but I think he's on the same same. Yeah, uh, same agenda. wavelength. Yeah. Cernovich. That's who yep. is another one. Mm -hmm. It's a very, very bizarre little crowd, and I don't think... Candace is quite part of that crowd. I do think she's was independent and kind of like got thrust into the sphere. But do you remember when she was on InfoWars as Red Pill Black? No, I, I don't. Used to follow I didn't know her that. back then. She used to oh, be crazy. Red Pill Black on InfoWars, and it was like a whole different animal. And oh, that's she still funny. has shades of that, but she's definitely CIA then. <laughs> it's always about which Chloe is against uh, too. <laughs> it's a fantastic world of spies. It's like that cartoon Spy versus Spy. Mm -hmm. Every issue uh, over She's the last the five years. 
So I don't think that that's particularly remarkable. Vaccine. Really, I didn't remember that. Yeah, he was pro the COVID vaccine. I was anti the vaccine. We were all idiots. We're not the vaccine. <laughs> so that's totally fine. I, I am totally open to people having a difference in opinion. <laughs> right. I would hope that amongst colleagues that it would always be civil disagreement. And I, I would never in a private event stand on a table and talk badly about Ben. It's, I would a little say, weird. it's a little weird. So he was on the left on those three biggest issues of our time. Exactly. He has converted his opinions. He's accepted responsibility. He said, you know, I was wrong about the vaccine. Oh, good. good uh, he is, you know, obviously pro pharma. His that is the easiest position to fucking take of all time. And I hate that when, especially now they're like, yo, yeah, I took the vax, but now I'm against it. Like, I hate those motherfuckers even more, you know, mm -hmm. in a way. Not really. I know some good people that feel like that, but I'm like, if I would have known you in time, you would have had no excuse. You would have been fully informed. You can vouch for me, right? I've been on this from day one on the jabs. Yeah, I remember. But the the funny thing is, like, when you talk to people about it, or when you like in the past, they ignore you pretty much. You know what I mean? Like during all of yeah. that, you'd be like, "Oh, I don't know," and they'd be like, "Well, it's safe." They said it's safe. My last job told me I wasn't on a list when I was on a list, and everybody knew we were on a list. They <laughs> just were like, "No, oh, oh. what did tell y'all?" Yeah, what list are you talking about? Punjabi <laughs> don't have lists no more. The British made a stop list. It said no civil rights, British. Yeah. This was wrong. Mom's the doctor. And I say to people, I'm very aware of my perspectives on Big Pharma. And yes. I talk about it on my show openly. And I think that that's a tremendous credit to the Daily Wire that they allow a difference of opinions. But I would, I, as I said, hope that it would remain respectful yep. and that you wouldn't throw your colleagues um, under a bus, so to speak. I think, that, I, think that, I think that's fair. And just just for clarity, because I really don't know, did, is he your boss? Is he? I think there's a lot of misunderstanding about uh, Ben's involvement. He's not he's not the Nassel. CEO of the Daily Wire. He yes. is not making the data decisions at the Daily Wire. And I do want to make it. I think Ben Shapiro is one of those space Jews as the head of Space Force. It very clear. What? People are like, how could you possibly stay at Daily Wire after this? I have a very good relationship with the co-CEO of The Wire. I, you know, especially right now, the acting CEO is uh, Caleb Robinson. He's a wonderful person. He's worked very hard to be where he's at. We have a lot in common that we connect on. And so people don't get to see that, which is unfortunate. You know, Ben lives in Florida. He's not a part of the day-to-day -day movement of The Daily Wire. You know, the rest of uh, the hosts have their shows situated in Nashville. So we see each other every day. We talk. There's great camaraderie. Yeah, she, should, she could say like 30% less words. Yeah. And there's actually more agreement. There's actually a is that just because she's a woman? A lot of people that are, as I describe myself, just pro-America mm. first. And I think I've been that way consistently throughout my political career, whether people agree with it or not in different moments is up for debate. But there I, I don't want that video to become a reflection of how the Daily Wire works and the Daily Wire operates because I have had a very good experience uh with the CEOs and you know, love Michael Knowles, <laughs> love Matt Walsh, yeah. uh, and through Clavin, we all get along really great. What certainly speaks well to Daily Wire. Uh, Clavin is sus. Matt Walsh, I don't know about. It, it's an interesting outlet. I do think Candace probably differs the most from the others in, in that regard, in the, that kind of name drop group. But 
I don't really watch anybody on the Daily Wire. I don't go to them for serious news. I don't go to no. I don't go to Tim Pool for serious news anymore. I don't go to the Daily Wire. I don't go I don't go to the Blaze. You could really do it yourself. There's no excuses to not see everything on Twitter. Like your mm-hmm. your feed and what you like and interact with on Twitter does matter a lot. But if you um I follow some crazy accounts like that are woke or whatever. I follow mainstream sources. You got to follow it all, but the narrative becomes pretty clear on Twitter. Yeah. I think people still get caught up in their own echo chambers on Twitter all the time though. Like I wonder what it's like to be liberal on Twitter. That shit must be unbearable. No. Oh, <laughs> like the rage, the rage hate you have to just I don't know. <laughs> All right. Are we ready for the black shame rituals of the last week? Right, can we talk? We can definitely talk about that now. We're in for I, an interesting few minutes, Mars. I Yeah, I don't know what's going on. So this is going to be all news to me. So first, we're going to start with the comedic clip. I think you know who Ryan Long is, right? The comedian Ryan Long does the fake IRL stuff. Like he'll pretend to be doing something, but he's really making fun of it, or he's like hmm. against the political view he's pretending to be in favor of. Oh, he has a really- uh, is he a, is he a redhead? Is he <laughs> redheaded? Is yeah, oh, I'm thinking of that other guy. Well, he's going out. Oh, no. He's just asking a black man what he thinks about Peggy, just in general. Before we get started <laughs> with Will Smith, this is just a general. Real life IRL take. Oh no. People that have been shaming the pegging community, and we'd love you to be on the forefront of telling people, like, listen, pegging is great. The man having sex with the woman, then the woman putting on a strap on and dicking him down. That's correct, yeah. <laughs> what we'd like is for you to post the hashtag on your Instagram or Twitter, <laughs> solidarity with pegging community. No, I can't do that. I can't do that. The man want to get dicked down, that's their business. But I'm not going to put my cosign that and my wife see me cosign that. She think I want to get dicked down. But your wife might just say, oh, my God, I'm happy that he's solidarity no, with the pegging community. No, no, I got I got to. Could like, you call your wife and maybe see if she'd be fine no, with you? No, brother, let me tell you something. I'm not even going to mention nothing like that to my wife. Hell no. All my life. I've been- <laughs> and he has a mask on. <laughs> like, he's not even right? that bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm accused of being gay. No bullshit, right? Been accused of being gay, right? All my f- life, my family and oh, certain no. friends. Now he he got a woman. He got a woman dicking him down. But what if you said hashtag solidarity with the pegging no. community? Some brackets. Wait, I'm not no. getting pegged personally. Just want to clear no, that up. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> That's my first time seeing you too. That was beautiful. <laughs> I think he's, uh, he said everything in that. He talked about all the insecurities. He talked about <laughs> just the shame and bringing that up. That was kind of a... <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the best things I've seen today. All my fucking life. I've been accused of being gay. <laughs> he said that. <laughs> Oh, those are things that you don't say out loud, okay? <laughs> oh, man. Before we get to Will Smith, we got to go to another person that was shamed. Did I have you on the episode about Joe Smith, the NBA player whose wife told him on a Instagram that she started an OnlyFans and she's like 50? 
No. And he's no. like yelling. He's kind of like yelling in the background, or he's like mumbling to himself and mad in the background, like, man, fuck this shit. Like, I treated you like this and now you started only fan behind my back and i don't, you didn't see that uh-uh no oh man i gotta show you that first i think okay we gotta call a quick audible because the next clip won't won't be as bad unless you know this one. Oh, okay but dude this is pretty uh <laughs> this is pretty sad this is retired nba player joe smith who's worth at least $50 million at one point of dealing with his old ass wife just telling him on the street that she started to get old. I can't believe I'm sitting here just finding out she got an OnlyFans. Out of all these years, you know, the disrespect that comes with it that you couldn't even talk to me before you did it. That's bullshit, though. That's fucked up, Keith. I'm telling you, that's fucked up. Wait, wait, no, 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 Tom, you're not going to say fuck me, or that's fucked up. It's not fucked up. Smash that shit, dog. It's not fucked up. And we're going to, okay, look, so I have an OnlyFans page, and he's mad because he's just now finding out about it. Of course I'm mad just finding out about it. I'm not doing it with anybody but myself, so why should I have to tell you my choice, my body, my body, my fucking choice? I've been asking for solutions to shit. You're not giving me none, so I've created one. That's no solution. Not in my book. <laughs> you no know, you know who the fuck I was when you met me. Before. before. Oh, yeah, she used before, to be a porn yeah, star. Yeah, before, yeah, yeah, I knew oh. that. Everything did change. No, 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 no. No, it hasn't. I had to do something. You stood out there showing your body. You stood out there doing stuff like this on camera. You act like that's the only thing that I do. I have mad jobs, but they're not facilitating everything that needs to be done. So I got something extra. Only fans be breaking me off. What the fuck? What kind of extra you need? (laughs) Right? Look at the house she lives in. I know. (laughs) It's outrageous. What Come and talk to me about it. Okay, well, we're talking about it now. Because I had so. to find out on the fly. All right, then. But now, okay. No, so, wait. I had to find out on the fly. Massive L. So now you know. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay. laughs> <Okay. laughs> <laughs> I would be irate. I'd be throwing shit. I'm not going to lie. Whatever. So Dude, if I, I own all that the, shit? I changed the Wi-Fi password. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 that bitch would take a week or two. She'd call, like, a cyber hacker expert and try to figure that shit out. <laughs> you know that's true. All right. Uh, we're going to check back in, okay? we got an in-real-life update on this situation. <laughs> but... The thing is, like, I feel Joe Smith came off the best he could have. He said exactly everything in the right way, the appropriate tone, didn't get mad. And you still look like a bitch. That's why yeah. you never get involved. <laughs> They're for the streets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Let's get back to, uh, <laughs> let's get to the update, shall we? Um yeah, that girl went on a couple of rappers' podcasts, Mars. Oh, no. Do you remember Mace? 
the rapper Mace, one of my all-time favorites. Oof, vaguely. I mean, yeah. I mean, Cameron. I know him, Do you know but... of Cam- Cameron? Hmm. She's over here massaging yeah, rappers now on stream. <laughs> Sorry, that was pretty loud. Was that pretty no. loud for you too? No, it's all right. Yeah, not good. <laughs> Where where's your relationship at right now? Because they act, I don't really know what's going on with my co-hosts. Right they, they're not asking still no together? question. Um, are y'all still together? I don't know anybody, but we are. Hell no. Will this will this jeopardize it? No. Mace, you're supposed to be a pasture, motherfucker. Right? This, this is guy was up. To, he was supposed to be a pasture now. He's not a pasture now. He done gave it up. He gave it up for the clout. He gave up Jesus for the clout, Mars. <laughs> I, how do you feel about that? Terrible. He's worse oh, than Jesus. Oh, it doesn't Swagger. look like the stream's working. That's weird. What do you oh, mean? Wait, on Rumble? Hold on, let me check it. Oh, no, it's working. Okay, it's good. Sick. Yeah, my chat didn't disconnect. Usually that's the first sign. But anyway, false. Yeah, this is messed up. So he's not going to feel. I'm not worried about it. No, but he's not going to feel any. White jeans, power move or nah? Oh, definite power move. All right. The way about what you're doing. I mean, she looks like she's on drugs. Dude. I've done drugs before. She looks like she did drugs. <laughs> so there's hope for the future with y'all. Um, I don't know. Do you want do you want do you want it to be hope there? Um I want to be happy. Honestly, things are not good. <clears throat> things are not good over in Black Twitter. <laughs> That's what's been happening. I won't even show what little Wayne said, okay? Nobody <laughs> wants to hear about him being sucked off at eleven years old, right? That's oh, terrible. yeah, I don't need that. <laughs> Nobody needs that in their life. You can find that on Twitter, okay? Now we got to get to the Will Smith part of this segment. Just, okay, Mar, sometimes you have been privy to certain scandals in celebrity culture even before me, and I don't think you follow Hollywood as close as I, but what? I don't. Just, I want you to just synthesize why you've always suspected Will Smith of being a weirdo and into different weird things. When did you first learn of such rumors and behaviors? Uh, Well, the first time it was that interview where him and um, his son are being interviewed and then he's like trying to kiss his son. Oh, yeah. That was weird. I remember and that. Tom Brady like did that too. Yeah. And now his son's all gay. Now his son's all trans, right? Tom Brady's son? No, Will Smith's son. Well, probably his oh, yeah. eventually. Yes. Or fluid, I guess, is the word for so it. So we got Dwayne Wade, Will Smith, and um, 
one other. Who's the last one you just said? Tom Brady, not Tom Brady. There's one other. Um, Wayne's. All oh. their, all of them have a trans kid now. Okay. Is it that nuts? That is. What are nuts. the odds? What are the odds? Yeah, they don't care. Dude, that shit don't exist the, on my dad's side of the family, bro. Only on the white side. Interesting. Well, and now the blacks. Mm-hmm. It's been accepted into right. their mind. Into their mind. Well, I remember a long time ago when they were like, "Who was it?" One of the uh, one of the black comedians was like, "Don't let them w- make you wear a dress." Oh, Chappelle. TV. Oh, that was Chappelle. Okay. Yep. And he said, no, I didn't want to do it. And he refused. And he's like, he's like, they went back five minutes later and they actually had a good sketch. Like, it's like almost like they had another one already written. Oh, they just yeah. really wanted me to do this one. Yep. I covered that like a week or two ago also. Yeah, I remember that. All right, let's get to it, dude. We're going to get into the best friend snitching on Will and embarrassing him. And I think Jada Pinkett paid him to do it. I want you to see. I like. I might have happened, but this guy named Bilal apparently was um, lifelong homies with Will, and there's some. It's the news of the day, and I'm. Let's just go ahead and I want to talk for a minute about Will Smith. All right. <laughs> this is such a sad fall from grace for me. <laughs> Uh, Man, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, Independence Day, Men in yep. Black. Such a like the last memories of like my best friend in Phoenix were going to laser tag at Men in Black, you know, like opening premiere. And it was such a big deal. And I was just like, this is like the best day ever. Mm-hmm. And you know, the next year my dad took me to Independence Day on Independence Day and we saw the movie. Oh this one hurts. I know it's it does. I can tell a lot, especially because you're following it. So I'm like, oh, he, you still have a soft spot for Will Smith. Huh? I do, <laughs> I do. <laughs> I want the redemption arc, but I don't think it's going to happen. No, I don't think the redemption arc will ever happen on this. Yep. Poor guy. Oh wait, hold on. I'm trying to present again. I'm having issues with the tab. Oh. Um, let's see I know I could do it now alright I think I got it figured out now took a second and refresh don't forget everybody there are live call in lines that has not changed 1-505-337-0631 we are in the heart of the show right now be a perfect time for you to call in what did you need advice with earlier Mars Bars? mice oh yeah he needs your mice advice suggestions I told him Barn cats, aka working cats. Um, let us know if you have any other um, ideas. I want to make sure my Wi-Fi is turned off because I think it's kind of bugging my internet, but not really. These five G phones will take up a lot of bandwidth on your home networking. You're like, what? The oh f-? yeah, insane. Anyway, this is the YouTube channel. Unwind with Tasha K. <laughs> it's not unwind. It's unwind. So like, I think that means like you're drinking wine or you're stopping whining with Tasha. Oh, okay. No, no, it's with. It's, yeah, we won't think about the verb verbiage. Okay, I'll get cut up. 
You looked at my Instagram, mm-hmm. you see the hundreds of celebrities that I've done business with, you know, done things with and doing the latter years of our relationship. Will was not my friend. I was his friend. I was around before they had Trey. Jada was the woman that everybody wanted. And Will yeah. needed that validation to have that type of woman. You saw her say that Will Smith had a small dick. Oh, I am saying to you, <laughs> if a woman is used to something the size of a baby leg and you come in with a pinky toe, there's nothing you can do to please her. You can buy her 80 cars. You can get her 80 private jets. If she's itching for that baby leg, <laughs> that baby leg. you can beat a person so much. They fall into submission. And who needs enemies when they got friends like you? Well, I could tell you what goes on in, on the inside. Everybody else is just speculation. Somebody told me I made and my pictures in the book. You know, your yeah, your pictures in the book and your name is in the book. So I'm just like you doing some real elegant pimp. I'm blowing you up. I love that. I'm I love that. You up. Dude, this is what Jada makes the new people do. And I ain't gonna say they new. They probably been there after myself, mm-hmm. right? They will make you check into a rehab. And they'll pay for the rehab. Even though oh, you're not shit. on drugs, they're going to pay for the rehab. And you have to go if you want to work with them. And MK. then I saw sexual acts that I, when I walked in on. Who'd you walk in on? Him and Dwayne Martin. Okay. Hollywood is the hurry up and, and, and wait game. So three minutes later after them telling me, hey, you got eyes on Will. You got, we, we, we need him to come watch this. So I'm running all over the, the, the studio. He's not in his dressing room. I go to the cafeteria. I'm like, but I see his car there. I'm like, where's this guy at? So now I'm holding Dwayne down too. So I have the keys to his dressing room. So I'm like, yo, and they're calling my, my they, I'm on walkie talkie and they calling my cell phone. Yo, we need to get Will here. I'm like, yo, kind of fucked down like I'm trying to find is like this is this is unlike him right so all right, I open the um, door to Dwayne dressing room and that's when I see Dwayne and having anal sex with Will let me process that for a second there was a couch <laughs> um, Will was bent over on the couch and Dwayne was standing up killing him murder like murder it was murder in there <laughs> Okay. What did you do? Even when I was with the Darren hair light, <laughs> and I finally said, oh shit. <laughs> oh no. What's your body language reaction to the I know you're the body language expert. What's your reaction? <laughs> He's getting murdered, bro. I, I mean, I don't know. Let's see. He didn't. That's look a like very he specific. You only <laughs> say that in one kind of context, and usually involves in a woman. Like <laughs> it's a pussy. But... <laughs> oh man, that is rough. <laughs> Isn't that terrible? That's rough. Oh, I'm so dead after that. Do you believe? Do you think he saw I that? I think I believe that. That seems believable. <laughs> I'm sorry, he's, but and he's all apologizing. He's like, "Look, I got like two people on the phone. It's like I'm like, I know, dog. I'm trying to. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that seems real. I gotta take a breath, bro. 
that was so funny. When I saw that this morning, imagine seeing that at 4.45 in the morning and just like laughing right when you're like, <laughs> you're like waking up, you're like, like this is so funny. Oh, here's the devil herself uh, on the Breakfast Club. I think today, dude. In the uh, the No Soccer Mom <laughs> chapter, hold right, on. You shoot down every rumor there's ever been I'm about. I'm supposed to present the screen again. That you probably can you hear that or no? Beers, I can't hear it, but I can't see whomever it. you choose. Okay, that's my bad. Sorry, guys. Oh, yeah. Okay, that means it's still being shared. Here we go. Bam. In 2023, to still have those same rumors out about people you love, like Will and Dwayne. I know. That just came out, too, recently. Yeah, you know, and let me just say this. <laughs> it's ridiculous, right? Um, and it's nonsense. It's getting and murdered. And person that <laughs> tried a, a shakedown, a money shakedown that didn't work. We're going to take legal action. Um, because it's one thing to have your opinion about somebody versus just making up salacious, malicious stories. Mm-hmm. So that's actionable. So we're going <laughs> to roll with that. Um, but yeah, I, you know, you say leave it alone. <laughs> Don't go no further. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no. Oh, nobody oh, said anything. Oh. It's, um, you know, so for me, unfortunately, it's part of it. You know what I mean? It's not true. We gonna take care of it, and that's that. How does so there was, there was a money shakedown prior. Oh yeah, there was a money. Oh, he tried to extort you before. Oh, well, I'm sure there was. It's, it's based around this person's idea that they, in some way, were doing business around Will's book, and that they spent money or what have you. They needed to be compensated. So he already tried to do this money shakedown. Um, Will was willing to give him a certain amount or what have you, and he didn't take it. So this whole situation is based on that. Mm. Give him a certain amount. Why though? Just well, be, be, because of some business that they had. And I don't know the complete details about mm-hmm. it, but that's about to come out because, like I told you, about to take legal action. Right. Mm-hmm. You should. Yeah. No, we are mm-hmm. for sure. I was asking how's Will <laughs> dealing with it. You know, with oh, <laughs> he's like I, was, I wasn't asking about you, bitch. <laughs> Wait, so is this a response to that video? Yeah. Okay, okay. It's the rumors of this video. It's a statement. His Will here's the one good thing about Will. Will's always gonna find the funny. I figured that. Yeah, he's always gonna find the funny. You know what I'm saying? And so y'all laughed at the, the the murder, murder, kill, kill. Bro. We yeah. yeah. <laughs> you you have to. You have to because it's absolutely ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? And so all you have is is you just gotta laugh about it, you know? And it's unfortunate because Did he ask you, like, do I look like I give off bottom energy? <laughs> he was like, Do you believe this shit? You know, but we just he laughed does. about it. Wake that ass up. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Uh. About her body language. Well, do you, I mean, do you believe the devil or? <laughs> no, the, tri- <laughs> the devil's tricky. <laughs> a lot of, the devil knows a lot of tricks, I've heard. 
<laughs> like 40 days and 40 nights temptations and everything well i think what she really means is we're not ready for this to come out yet i don't know I, she did it i think she did it she she did it she paid him and then now she's defending will or what if this is like a way to get out the divorce somehow scot-free like you shame him enough to where he just like cuts ties and cancels the prenup oh wow they're not, so they're being divorced right now they're not divorced yet i've heard they're estranged right okay i don't know i don't think it's a real relationship i think all that makes this whole thing interesting right i, I think we could i think we could leave Will Smith's murdered corpse alone for for that <laughs> part. Leave him alone. <laughs> Let's get to Iceland really quick. So you haven't known what's going on in Iceland, right? You're not up to date on it yet? I just heard earthquakes, but I hadn't even seen any pictures or videos of it yet. Let's watch a little bit. Here's a drone video and some commentary. Everything that's going on with volcanoes across the land, but of Look course this. Iceland is one that's popping up in the headlines. Icelandic oh, officials actually evacuated a town that is in the southern part of the island, warning for the potential of an eruption. Fox weather correspondent Nicole Valdez has the latest on the volcano in Iceland. Fox weather correspondent Nicole Valdez, good morning. Thank you for joining us. You know, there's a lot to digest here. A couple different types of volcanic eruptions. <laughs> Nine-mile magma bulge <laughs> forms under town. <laughs> threat is there for locals. It, it is, Britta, still, and of course we keep hearing 30,000 earthquakes. Within a matter of days. There is some good news. To here, that is that both uh, seismic activity and intensity, so those earthquakes that they are still feeling in the town of Grandavik, that's somewhat decreasing. So maybe a good sign here. Still, though, since midnight, more than 700 earthquakes, an alarming number, even for those who live in Iceland for many years who may be used to earthquakes, maybe used to volcanic activity. Uh, this many earthquakes in such a short period of time is clearly alarming and is what prompted not only the evacuations, but the remaining concern from officials all across Iceland. Now, I want to bring you back to there and to that town, that small fishing town of about 3,400 people. Again, now evacuated, <laughs> and it's not hard That's to see nice. why. When you take a look at the damage that the earthquakes alone have already done, those roads split in half, that looming threat remains, cracks, some of those have actually been spotted steaming and now we're hearing reports of sinkholes that have opened up across town there. And so what we're seeing happen today is police and emergency responders once again giving some of the homeowners and business owners who haven't already had an opportunity a chance to go back into town to gather essentials. They're calling this a planned and controlled operation, knowing the risk of an eruption, of course, is still high, and they will be escorted by rescue crews. But once again, they'll only have minutes to gather what they need and to get back out. This is something that a lot of people have already done. Of course, it's a painful process. We actually spoke to Hans Vera yesterday. He and his family live in Grand Vic. They already did this on Monday, um, and they've been rattled, really, about the number also, of strong earth. They also get a lot of their heating energy from geothermal. They're, I think they have the highest ratio of geothermal energy used in the world in that they use like like the majority of their energy 
for heating is from geothermal. Earthquakes, they say they felt crazy. Every- point he said I- i'm unsure if things are going to get better so he decided to drive his family north towards the capital but really soon after he says that the same roads they used to get out of the city were then reported to have been damaged take a listen well we stopped planning friday night um there's no certainty about whether we will be able to get back to our home or not it just depends on where the probable eruption is going to happen. If it's <laughs> if it's coming up in the middle of town, which is a possibility, then there's a great chance that all all of Grintovic, all of town, all of the village is is going under. That's nuts. Hmm. Now, good news is that they are out of that <clears throat> town. They're safe. They're not feeling those earthquakes as much anymore. Uh, but they're. Let's get to the next video. We got a couple. We're almost done here. You got another 15 minutes or 20 minutes, Mars? Yeah. <clears throat> cool. Let's see. I think this video might be a little bit more recent. Let's see when. Four hours ago. We want to continue talking about what this means over the next several days, especially as they're saying that this is imminent. We want to bring in right now Armand Hoskell. Make sure you follow the show, everybody. And once again, as always, every week, I want to shout out my audio-only listeners that have made this show a success. The only reason why I still pay to continue to produce this. But we're approaching 21,000 audio downloads, which is, I love that. Follow us on podcastindex.org, Spotify, Google, Apple, most platforms you follow and love. Joins us. He is a professor at the University of Iceland. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks for inviting me. Absolutely. We appreciate you being here so we can talk more about this. Obviously, we've been monitoring this for a few days now. How likely is it that there is a volcanic eruption? Well, in in the principle, it's 100% that there will be a volcanic eruption. (laughs) The case is where it's going to be and when. (laughs) The uh, activity that went on on Friday is Basically, this is gripping. So we are sitting on the plate boundary between the American plate and the Eurasian plate. And now the plate is moving. So we have lots of tectonic movements that crack the ground. Hmm. And when we open up the ground, magma can go into the into these cracks. And that happened on Friday. And on Friday, we had a maximum possibility of an eruption. Now the probabilities are going down as we are recharging the source underneath. So at current rate, we would expect an eruption in 10, 20 days. Damn it. Yeah, and and just seeing this video too, as you explain that, a lot of this is uh, really incredible that we're getting in here and hearing uh, just saying today that there were as many as 800 earthquakes. We need Godzilla to stop the eruption. today, I mean, that number right there. If it is Godzilla... Around. How no. Or uncommon is this to happen? How do they sneak in? Uh, this is really very uncommon because we have these when the plate boundary really breaks. That takes place every two, three hundred years in different places in Iceland. So the last time this happened was in 1975, and that plate boundary was adjusting for ten years. So now we are 
that was in the north, in the Krabla area. Now we are in the south on the Regents Peninsula. So we would expect this particular area that is now active to be more or less active in 10 years. And what about mm. the town of Grindavik? We've been reporting on these evacuation him. orders as well. How much danger are people in the area <laughs> in the as we wait to see what happens? Fairly high. But the, the, uh, the town is built just in one of the grappens or the one of the main zones that are splitting apart. So that town is in a very high uh, risk situation for the next, let's say, 20, 30 days. Okay. Then we know if, if it's going to erupt there or the, the uh, plate movements will start to stall. So, Do you buy into tectonic plate theory? I don't. Yeah, what do you fake think news. it is? I think it's oh, fake yeah. news. I, like, I would have believed him more if he said it was Godzilla. <laughs> what is it if it's not tectonic plate theory? I, you I would, think it's like just inner I think energy. I think everything is like direct energy weapons. Hmm. Maybe they're just testing out like if they could scare everyone enough to evacuate the town for a month. Well, they did. I know. There's rumors they definitely want to put a 15-minute city in Iceland. Mm. Mm. 3,400 is not a lot of people. That's a tiny yeah. town. It's a resort town, probably. Hmm. Very interesting. Or they're just trying to get all those people to move out of there so that Oprah can buy it. I was going to say, Oprah, The Rock just did an episode on Joe Rogan. I'm like, fuck. Oprah and The Rock are back at it. Let's see what Global News has to say on what the impact could be. They'll get to our final topic. Signs of what lies beneath. Steaming cracks and crevices open up through the Icelandic coastal town of Grindavik following weeks of incessant earthquakes. The town of less than 4,000 people was evacuated quickly over the weekend. There are fears a volcanic eruption could happen anywhere at any time. The nearby Blue Lagoon tourist hotspot has been closed too. Authorities yeah. are now escorting Bullshit. residents in one by one during <laughs> a lull in the tremors. We are waiting. We are first in line now oh, to go into Grindavik. And you only have a few minutes to grab things. Activity from the nearby Fogradalsfjall volcano has formed an underground intrusion or stream of magma, 15 kilometers long Liquid and right beside Grindavik. Some of the magma is now less than a kilometer below the surface. And the major worry from a hazard and risk perspective is, is that the magma could come to the surface and produce a fissure eruption, a Hawaiian style lava producing volcanic eruption. That would happen yeah. if more magma feeds the fissure. Fogradolsfjall volcano has been more active in recent years. Locals hope <laughs> this underground buildup stops. If it does that, it will slowly cool down and effectively freeze, solidify in place. 
It's also possible, although less likely, that magma comes to the surface in or near water, creating an ash cloud similar to the huge Icelandic eruption in 2010. That closed airspace on and off for a month across Europe, a temporary inconvenience. This event could destroy a town. We are in a, in a big, huge um, feeling of uh, uncertainty and kind of sadness and, and, and like despair. There's no planning anymore. It's just we live just from one day to another. Ultimately, Mother Nature will decide. Redmond Channel, Global <laughs> News, London. <laughs> that was my favorite part. That was my favorite part. Mother Nature will decide. <laughs> Isn't Iceland, uh, Iceland is where they have like those giant trolls, isn't it? There's probably something like that. Yeah. Those cave trolls. It's cave trolls. I've never heard of this. I cannot approve or disprove what he's saying right now. Have you seen trolls? No. Oh, you should watch it. It's good. <laughs> I heard it's like very good. It's that like indie horror kind of thing, right? Yeah. It's like IRL uh-huh. horror. IRL horror is one of my favorite types and not the new shit. Like I'm talking about like Blair Witch style. Yeah. That, that was my favorite kind of style. By the way, I want everybody out there on the Rumble chat and on Twitter, YouTube's, whatever, wherever you see this. Do you guys think, do you think it, I should buy like one of those little ghost detector EMP things <laughs> for the strip. I just like walk around on the strip and pretend mm. to ghost hunt. That's funny. Do you think I should do that? I, or no? I, well, because the Flamingo Hotel allegedly is haunted by Bugsy Siegel, at least where I'm staying. I chose it because it, Bugsy Siegel haunts it. Oh, cool. But I don't know where at exactly. I could research it though. Yeah, you should try to play like some Bugsy Siegel tracks. Like, he's not a singer, if... is he? Was he a oh, singer? What is he? What he is that? He's a mobster. Oh, shit. Yeah, he was a Vegas, LA mobster, Jewish mobster. Oh, okay. My grandfather. It, it sounds like used... a jazz person to me. So, my grandfather cl- used to claim that he had something to do with his assassination. In LA, but it's rumored he haunts the Flamingo Hotel. Wow, I know, dude. But my grandfather was crazy. Was you never know what was real with him or not? Right. He was so deadpan and had all the connections, so you just never knew. Hmm. It's very weird, dude. I wish I would have talked to him more before he before he passed. But he was plucked out of the Navy and put in OSS, which was Organized Secret Service, which became the CIA in the 50s. Oh. Yeah. Weird shit. Let's let's get really depressing for a second, Mars. Oh, I hate no. to be Debbie Downer, but this case kind of caught wind. It was actually trending over the weekend. I think probably because like slow news kind of deal. But mm-hmm. I found it to be an interesting story, and it definitely is where several different big philosophical debates intersect in one. It's parental rights versus pro-life, pro-choice versus the state, right? So I think this case study is particularly interesting um, 
juxtaposed to the fact that there's late serve abortion in this country up to birth, by the way, in Ohio now, as voted on in this last election. So um, there's this case about this child named Indy Gregory, and she was born with a mitochondrial disease to where she was basically um, kind of on like a ticking time clock as to when she would pass. She's been on, she was on life support from the very beginning, but her parents in England, the baby was born in England. The parents might have had ties to Italy or not. We'll, we'll figure this out. I think through these videos, but they wanted to take her from the British hospitals to Italy to go to the Vatican hospitals. And they weren't um, religious. They're, they're, they're not Christian, but they're, I don't know why they want to take it to the Vatican hospital. Probably a last ditch effort at spirituality. Right. But they mm. wanted her to go here. And there were some Italian doctors that thought they could treat her with different things and they wouldn't withdraw her life support. But the British government basically ruled that, they have to withdraw her life support in a hospital in England and wouldn't allow her hospice care and wouldn't allow her to be transferred to this hospital due to um, safety and health reasons. Actually. Right. right. <laughs> it's, it's really probably going to piss you off. Unfortunately. Crazy. But I think this story has like gone super under the radar and we'll start with this video from two weeks ago from Globe, what who's this from sky news in the last few minutes a judge has ruled against the parents of this baby they want to continue her treatment at the local hospital where she is says that there is no point to continuing this treatment the high court says they will not be able to take their baby to italy for treatment let's go live to becky cottrell in nottingham who's covering this story for us a really difficult one for these parents becky just tell us a little bit more about the back ground and what's going to happen yeah. now. Yeah, so Indy Gregory, just eight months old, she has a rare mitochondrial disease that essentially saps her of energy. As you mentioned, hospitals say that continuing treatment is futile and actually causing Indy pain, which the family dispute. Now, the hospital had previously successfully argued in court that she should be withdrawn from life support. The family had appealed that, they had lost that, and then came this offer from a hospital in Rome. They said that they would provide an alternative form of treatment for Indy and that it would be funded by the Italian government. Now, the hospital, even after that intervention, said they still thought the best course of action would be to remove life support. So both parties went back to court this week. And just now we have got the judge's decision that Indy will not be allowed to go to Italy for treatment. And just let me read you um, some sections of that judgment. So he says, what would be the benefit of transfer to Rome? The answer is that on the evidence and my earlier judgment, there is none. On the contrary, continuation of such treatment would, on my findings, perpetuate a high level of pain and suffering for Indy. Obviously not news that the family wanted to hear. I have heard that they will appeal this decision. Now, there is a thing called a stay of execution, which means that Indy cannot be taken off life support while that is in place. We understand that is in place until 2 p.m. tomorrow afternoon. If the family lose their appeal, Indy will be taken off life support. And um, unfortunately, we have an update from yesterday, I think. Here's, here's what's happened since then. Two days ago. 
this might be one of those text only things, but the child, uh, they withdrew her life support earlier this week. It's like one of those visual only text things. This is going to be lame, but yeah, we won't watch all that. Crazy. What do you think about all this? Like, why is there such a push in like Western medicine to like implement euthanasia across the board, withdrawal of life support? It makes me very worried for people that I know and other, I mean, folks not necessarily in my life, but this could be anybody. Like, it could just take a, a tragic car accident, motorcycle accident, fall off a ladder, and you could render, be rendered, like, half incompatible. And how many years right. away are we in this country from being able to be put down? Canada wants to put down drug addicts. Um, they want to put down people who have mental illnesses who volunteer for it, who are obviously not in the right mind if they're volunteering for it. Right. <laughs> such an oxymoron, but I feel like this is like a function of two things. I do think it's a function of the insurance companies, but there's like a really sick problem. I think in political philosophy now where there's this kind of like emergency climate crisis, overpopulation crisis, and it just tends towards like a death cult where it's like, how do we kill off? <laughs> I hate to be so negative, but how do we uh, prevent the population from growing to prevent this alleged heartache, which is like the foundation of a lot of pro birth control movements, a lot of, welfare reform i i don't know it's one of those really hazy deep philosophical questions i think if anything's a sign of the times it's the fact that this shit is even happening and it makes me very scared for the future i don't know yeah no doubt well i think the whole agenda is just to minimize the value of human life and then I don't know. I think it's like a mild form of eugenics to in a way where it's just like, well, how, how good a life was this baby going to have anyway, you know, or, or yeah, it is crazy to me though, that like the courts can be so involved in the entire process and the decision making is just not even in the hands of, the parents anymore or even relatives or you know outside of this story it's odd that there's no rights anymore or it's weird it's weird as soon as they enter a hospital like your child kind of becomes state property for a second right um there's this case in the united states um it's a netflix series also called take care of maya do you know about this case Mm-hmm. They just issued a gigantic ruling against Johns Hopkins University for over $200 million. They awarded damages to this father and this daughter because this daughter had this very rare, like nerve pain disorder where like, you can't really like prove what's wrong with the child, but there's like just perpetual like pain nerve kind of things going on. Right. And her mom was from like Ukraine or Russia or some, some place where she didn't speak the language, but they, they were. They took her to this. Um, they took her to this ketamine clinic in Mexico one time to try to treat her. Right, and they literally put her under a ketamine coma for five days, and she came out of it and didn't feel anything for like a long time. Like her symptoms relapsed, 
Mm-hmm. And, and then they came back and then she, she took her to the hospital due to the immediacy of what was happening. And then um, the hospital right away started accusing the mom of Munchausen by proxy. Do you oh, know what that right. is? Yeah. Yeah. They or accused her of like that. Poisoning her or something or, or making her, or making her feel like she's sick or right. convincing her that. Right. So they ended up taking her rights away. They wouldn't let her, um, out of the hospital like they they, the cps got involved they Mm -hmm. were keeping her away from her kid and they wouldn't take her kid out of the hospital as long as the mom was involved and it it spirals so out of control the mom ended up killing herself oh wow (laughs) because and she wrote a note saying that it would like hopefully get her out the hospital and it actually did which is like really really fucked up in a dark dark way that's so dark very very dark and the dad and the family just awarded damages so that's my little tangent to spin off of that i didn't even expect to talk about that actually but you reminded me of that yeah we talked about how it's not like you have control of your kids with the state anymore it's sad well and it also is like the whole um gender thing where they're like well they said once that they were a girl so you have no rights anymore because your kid claimed the other gender you know what i mean where they're where the dad's like fighting the mom to you know keep them in california it's it's 12 now so um your kid wants to run away from CYFD at 12 in California or um, say that you're abusing them because you're not acknowledging their pronouns at 12 and they want to go into state custody. It happens in California. Crazy. That's our little show for the evening. A lot of deep questions for next week. Um, what stories are you um, going to keep an eye on? Anything that you see bubbling up or any stories we covered tonight that you're going to follow? I think there's going to be some kind of bigger crisis. I think I need to deep dive the red heifers again because I I know a little bit about it, but I want to know more. I want to know more. Got to go into the static in the attic. Um, That's a great follow. And you also got to just read unfortunately on Twitter, they group together lots of really good Talmudic quotes. <laughs> and it seems like the Talmud, the Talmud is where all the rituals are at. So okay. you should look into that kind of thing and just search blood rituals on the Mount on YouTube. You will find okay. like, you won't find like the real shit, but you'll see stuff that's like, Oh, what rituals on the Mount on YouTube. Okay. It's like out there. Yeah, I need to. I don't want. I don't want. I don't know what's happening. I I sometimes feel like America was a Masonic psyop to help institute this Israel and Ukraine Kazaria shit. Because I I I'm going to go out on a limb here, and I do feel like they're they're using this kind of conflict to. Is it too dark to suggest that they want to relocate to Ukraine and Kazaria and blow up that whole region when they build them out? Is that too crazy to think? No, nothing's too crazy to think. <laughs> I think that's the playbook, dude. I think they want to go to the real homeland. They mm. want the mouth to be built there. 
I don't know. Maybe like, no matter what, they want the mount to be built there. No matter what, I thought it had to be built in Israel, though. Right. They want it built in Israel, and then they're going to flee to Kazaria. I mean Ukraine. Yeah. Okay. That's what I think. I can buy that. All right. We'll talk to everybody later in Austin Lego. Anything you're trying to sell on metal no. numbers? No. All right. Peace. <laughs>